I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This week's Work of the Week is a street scene from Paris, circa 1930, by Yvonne Marriott. It was a particular favourite of James Joyce's, who lived in Paris. Now, he loved this particular scene as much as I loved it. It was great to be able to take a little flight of fancy. So I spoke to assistant curator Michael Waldron about the painting and also about some news about the gallery, which bodes well for the development of the gallery as one of Ireland's national art spaces. Mike, you didn't know and I didn't expect this. You've effectively sent me a postcard from France that was made in the 1930s and was a particular favourite of James Joyce and it's really apt. I'm actually thinking of the sun at the moment. I don't know why, but (laughs) I'm just looking out the window and I'm thinking of, yeah, sunnier climes, nicer places, places abroad, let's get away. And sure, that's that's what paintings like this do. They help you escape, you know, and they helped us escape for a couple of years there when everybody was unable to escape. This is a lovely, lovely piece of work altogether. And we're in Paris. Exactly. And I suppose, yeah, some of our work of the week over the last two years have transported us to places that we haven't been able to visit, but we would dearly like to be. And so, yeah, this is a street scene in Paris in the 1930s. And it's kind of suburban. So you have trees and a winding street. So it's not the boulevard, the centre of Paris. No. But it's a very French scene. You know, there's a small hotel on the left hand side with its louvered shutters above the the shop sign. And there might be a little bit of a suggestion of a a terrace for dining on one side. It's it's very easy. I think you feel at ease. But the focal point of, of the scene is there is a vegetable seller and she has stopped her cart, her hand cart, <laughs> in front of this hotel and she's clearly selling some veg. <laughs> and there's a little dog lying underneath her cart so she has a companion. Oh, yes. You have then the, the staff member from the hotel coming out. We don't know what they're saying, but, you know, it's it's a scene of everyday life. Definitely, yes. And it's gorgeous. It's a nice, cute, small little, is it a pension kind of hotel? You know, it's like a halfway house between a B&B and a hotel. It looks really cute and small, like only two windows over the main entrance into into this part of the street. And, you know, it could be any street in Cork. 
It could. And actually, your description of the hotel is spot on. It's one of those very small little places, very local. Mm. You can imagine, you know, there's probably a little bar downstairs and <laughs> a really traditional French type cafe. And yeah, it it does feel like it could be anywhere in many ways. Yeah, it yeah. does feel like it could be here in, on a nice sunny day. Yeah, But there is a specific French flavour to it. And maybe it's because there are blue and red colours within it so it kind of seems like the French tricolour is <laughs> draped oh, yeah. over the scene as well. <laughs> Listen, people can't go on their holiday to the gallery at the moment because you have major news upgrading going on in the gallery at the moment. We have. So we had to take the decision recently that we had to close for a month, which, you know, after all the lockdowns, we were loath to do, but sort of, I suppose, in the best interests of health and safety and otherwise. So what are we doing, you might ask? People passing the gallery might see that there's some scaffolding on our turret and and you, you, you might see that, you know, the gates are closed. And so until the 21st of April, mm. we will be conducting investigative works. And so these are really exploring the building to see what what it's made of. And this will inform the kind of the design decisions that will be made in a planning submission later this year. And it's all part of our big redevelopment that was announced by government last year. So this is the first step, just seeing what's it made out of and what condition is it in? It seems to have done very well. I mean, how old is the building, roughly? Well, we it's essentially three different building phases. Yeah. So the newest was completed in 2000 and the oldest is almost 300 years old. Wow. It was constructed in 1724. So you can imagine these different parts of the buildings don't <laughs> behave well together. Yeah. It's really just trying to find out what what is the story what needs doing and hopefully that will cut down our time being closed from summer of next year okay but we're only closed for a month so we'll be back open on the 22nd of april and people can come back in and they can see this painting and all of the other little pieces that put together the odysseys that you've put together so it's funny there's people at the moment investigating the gallery for completely different reasons but normally we open the doors and say come on in to investigate for yourself and i was just looking at this this painting as i said earlier on it's a particular favorite of james joyce's and that's why you've included it in the Odysseys exhibition. Can people see it online? This is it. So I suppose it's kind of a Paris James Joyce lived in. Yeah. You know, he completed writing Ulysses there in 1922. He lived there for almost 20 years with his family. This is his Paris. So can people see it online? Of course, you can see it in our work of the week section of the website but we've also just launched a virtual tour of the Odyssey's exhibition so ah. if you didn't get to see it in person now wherever you are in the world you get to come on a journey as it were with us and explore the Odyssey's exhibition on our virtual tour that's brilliant <laughs> so you can move through like google street view you can move through you can click on each tag to learn more about a painting and you can feel like you know, you're virtually in the space. Just go to crawfordartgallery.ie. Continue your own odyssey, if you like. In the meantime, thanks for the postcard this week. Uh, thanks a million, Connor. Bon voyage. Oh, <laughs> a bientôt. <laughs> <laughs> well. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.